everyone, welcome back and welcome to episode 24 of the Orange Shoe Podcast. Today, I have the pleasure of introducing you to Sabrina Madden, who is the owner of Radiant Lotus Yoga in Wanaki, Wisconsin. Sabrina brings a wealth of knowledge when it comes to yoga, you know, from the physical side of just alleviating, just nagging pain to the mental side of just disconnecting for an hour and just being in tune with your body. She brings it all and it's just is just a wealth of knowledge, like I said. Um, Sabrina also has a tremendous story and how she found yoga herself and how it has literally changed her life. So I'm really excited for you guys to get to know more about Sabrina and just feel her passion come through in her voice. So go ahead, find your favorite yoga pose, whether that's child pose, pigeon, down dog, whatever that may be, and um, and just enjoy the episode. So without further ado, I welcome you, Sabrina Baden. Hey, Sabrina, thank you so much for uh, joining me today on the Orange You Podcast. Um, I'm really excited to talk about you and to learn all about your um, your journey as a yoga instructor and finding yoga in your life and, and the benefits you have um, experienced from yoga. And me and Callie are such firm believers of everybody should be doing yoga. And uh, I'm excited for you to kind of um, echo that as well, because I know everybody gets tired of always hearing me tell and telling them they should do yoga. So I think it's great to have somebody on here to also talk about the benefits of yoga, but also sharing their experience and how yoga has really healed you. And that's a really powerful story that I'm like excited to leave and learn more about. So um, without further ado, I want you to kind of just um, introduce yourself, Sabrina, um, and tell us a little bit about, you know, your story and, and how you found yoga and why it's been such an, how it made such an impact on your life. Hi, Tom. Thank you so much for having me on. I really appreciate uh, just the receptive welcome I've received from you and the community. So yeah, my name is Sabrina and um, I found yoga. You know, it's, it's funny. I, I was first referred to yoga by my doctors when I was really um, not well. My body was not cooperating well. I, I had, you know, in our culture of working really hard and not really paying attention to our bodies um, and sort of valuing sacrificing our bodies. I, I really overdid it and I was working in a factory and um, ended up having some repetitive use injuries and my arm ended up being kind of folded into my arm. It, it, it was not well. I was uh, ended up needing to use a walker within a couple of years after leaving wow. that job. Um, and so my doctors were trying to figure out what was wrong with me. It, it, we eventually found out that my body, I have EDS or Alice-Donlis syndrome, which is more common now than we, I think, first realized back then, where the connective tissues just are sort of loose in a lot of different ways, the, the joints and tissues and everything. So no matter how strong I make my muscles, the joints can are destabilized. So there's always a lot of nerve pinching and pain. And at that time, my doctors weren't really looking at all of that. I was diagnosed with, it seemed like every condition under the sun, <laughs> um, you know, and they, they weren't really given the opportunity to spend enough time with me to really fully evaluate what's going on just because of how the, the medical system is. So I was left confused and scared and feeling like my life was over by the time I was 21. And, um, I would, they kept being like, well, we don't know what to do. Try yoga. 
<laughs> and I tried yoga. I went to a few community centers and fitness centers and tried the, the yoga classes and left most of them crying. Mm. Actually, I, I left with the impression that I was inadequate and broken and that yoga was stupid. Um, so <laughs> I was really, really lucky in, in all of that journey. I was able to go to school um, through the Department of Vocational Rehab helped me. And in school, I wanted to learn about the body since I couldn't get answers from anyone else. So I um, studied some anatomy classes and eventually actually enrolled in massage school, if you can believe that, after some healing had occurred. But I was encouraged to try a class with a woman named Andrea Russell from the Alignment Yoga Training Program, which sadly no longer, I think, is in operation because those teachers have grown and moved on to bigger, bigger things. Um, but her class was different than the styles I had tried before. She um, greeted me and checked in and just learned about what I was dealing with and my limits before we started. So I felt a little bit more safe. And so my nervous system could relax a little bit more. And then in that one hour of, of move of really simple, honestly, kind of boring movement, <laughs> I, my shoulders opened up in a way that they hadn't in years. Um, and they, they didn't stay like that very long, but throughout the week, I would notice that I was hunching over again. And I would do this simple arm movement. She taught us of resetting shoulders and I would relax and they would stay. And it was the first time in four or five years that I felt any power at all in my body, any hope that I could improve or that I could make a difference or have an influence over how I felt or what my body would be able to do. Um, and so I was hooked. I knew that alignment yoga was something I needed to pursue. And I ended up um, seeking out training because of the disability that I had had developed through those years. Financially, it was a burden for me to pursue it, but luckily they worked with me and worked out a payment plan. So I was able to go through the program. That's great. And yeah, it was a 15 month program. So it gave me a lot of time to really integrate the information I was learning, but also really truly integrate the practice and see a lot of change in my body. When I began the training, I couldn't put any weight on my right arm at all. It wouldn't straighten. It was, it was, it, I, I, I don't use language like this much now, but it, it felt essentially useless. And I felt really negative about it. You know, it's my, my useless arm. Mm -hmm. um, and through that program, I did eventually be able to put weight on the arm and through that, you know, develop strength and recover from all the atrophy that was there. So it's, it's remarkable. It's, it's simple practices. Like I said, it was kind of boring and, and the, the practice that can really change the body sometimes is, is not the thing that like makes us feel pumped up and feel really powerful. <laughs> um, sometimes less is more. And sometimes we need a little bit more of that power. Mm -hmm. we, we joke in alignment yoga that the people who are really drawn to alignment yoga, who like the slow, thoughtful, mindful, gentle stuff could maybe use a little power yoga. <laughs> <laughs> and, and the people who, you know, might never think to go to the meditative style would, would you know, just think that's boring and love to be 
be pumped up and get that adrenaline pumping would probably be really well served with just a little bit of this mm -hmm. practice because it can really regulate a lot of that fire that's built with all that action. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think a lot about myself when it comes to like what I should be doing when it comes to yoga and, you know, and it kind of like in the training app in the world, we kind of refer to people as like slow chitch or fast twitch, right? You're the, yeah. you know, the, the muscle fibers, right? And so like align yoga is like the slow twitch. And then you got like, you know, like these more aggressive flows that are, you know, powerful yoga, stuff like that. It's more of like your fast twitch muscles and pretty much everything I do in my life is all fast twitch and strong and powerful. I probably could benefit from a little bit of a line yoga. And I'm a very um, talkative, extroverted person who probably could benefit from a little more quiet and slow in my life. So I think uh, I know exactly where I need to be when I come see you is a little bit of alignment yoga, but I love your story, um, Sabrina, because the big thing I really like about it is that you didn't just throw your hands up in the air and just give up. You said, I'm going to figure out, I can't find these answers and I'm going to go to school. I'm going to learn anatomy and physiology, and I'm going to not, def this is not going to define me. I'm going to be, be bigger than this and I'm going to figure it out and make this work. And I love that you just didn't, because there are a lot of people that will just kind of throw their hands up and just be like, woe is me, I can't do this. But you just like took charge and said, screw that, like, I'm, I'm going to do this. And you, you took all the right steps to, to do everything in your power at that moment to, you know, find answers for yourself and ultimately, you know, to get to the point today where you probably feel the best you felt in your entire life. And with your, um, with the, with the EDS, how do your joints respond to yoga? Because, you know, yoga is all about, you know, lengthening and stretching the muscles, but also allowing us to move joints in a bigger range of motion. So how have your joints in the, in the connective tissue and the tendons responded to yoga? Well, you know, I think like any practice, depending on how we approach it, it can have a lot of benefit and risk. Um, when my ego gets involved, I <laughs> can injure myself really quickly and easily. Yeah because yoga asks us for a lot of stability, you know, in, in alignment yoga, we do pre-yoga, um, which is just addressing common inefficiencies in our bodies that develop because we sit in chairs, we wear shoes, we live in a, a high stress world that just keeps our bodies dysregulated. So there's basic functional things that even, you know, someone who's really strong like you probably still has some, a lot of, a lot of these inefficiencies like paradoxical breathing and pelvic floor dysfunction. There's a lot of things that just develop as we might think as weaknesses, I think of as full of potential because mm -hmm. they just aren't needed if we're sitting in chairs and wearing shoes and we have all these conveniences. So we never have to work them. A lot of our equipment works major muscle groups, but doesn't address a lot of the stabilizing muscles. So they just become dormant. Mm -hmm. um, and so yoga has given me the awareness and a lot of the language so that I can navigate the landscape of my body and then learn to be mindful and learn to be kind so that I'm moving in a way that continues to build stability without putting pressure on the joints in a way that causes harm. And it does create more flexibility in a lot of ways. So I have to be really careful with my practice. There's a lot of times where I could do something really big and extravagant 
And I have to kind of rein that in and remember that it's not about how far you can go or what you can do. It's really about that choice to be present with what is going to serve this moment the best and move you in the direction you want to go. So um, it, it has given me the chance to practice being kind to myself and to observe the times that I'm not. Yeah, that's great. And ego is usually the first thing that leads a lot of people to getting injured in our realm too, with, with fitness, right? That's the, the number one thing there. That's why a lot of gyms have the sign, check your ego at the door. Yeah. You know, this all isn't all about trying to lift more than the person next to you or vice versa. It, this is about just, you know, focusing on you for a half hour or an hour of your day. And if, you know, that day you're not lifting as much as you did the other day, that's fine. But that's just knowing that you did something today instead of nothing. And so that kind of leads me into, you know, what other benefits can somebody expect from just a regular practice of yoga? You know, obviously, you know, for most of, for, you know, for us in, in the fitness industry, we usually tend to use yoga for um, telling people to, you know, to help become more flexible, to start getting rid of nagging injuries and low backs, hamstrings, you know, glutes, piriformis, loosening up, you know, chest opening and um, reversing kyphoticism where people are sitting at their desk all day. Um, you know, things like that. And that's usually what yoga gets looked at for, but I know there are so much more, there's so much more to yoga than just becoming more a flexible human being. And so what have you personally experienced, but also what have, um, you maybe seen in some of the clients you've worked with that, uh, some of these benefits from just a regular yoga practice? Yeah. You know, the, the first things I think of is the way it affects the nervous system and, and that we can learn to use the tools we have in our practice to turn up or turn down our nervous system. We can learn to regulate that and sort of have choice in how we feel. And it affects our brain in such a powerful way. Our limbic system, our hypothalamus, the hippocampus are all really affected. We can activate our vagus nerve with some pretty simple practices. And having you know, that knowledge empowers us, again, to move in the direction of how we want to feel. I think, especially uh, you know, over the last year and year or two, a lot more folks are experiencing lower moods. Um, there's more depression, more anxiety, and I'm not, I don't wanna make any medical claims at all, though there, there is plenty of research out there on the effects of yoga for those conditions. Ultimately, you know, we're, we just, are stressed and unregulated and feeling heavy. And um, it, it helps us feel more stable so that we can get through the tough times. And it helps us be more present so that we can enjoy the times that are better and easier. Um, and, and, and be more present to all the stuff so that even when things are hard, we can still keep tuning into all that there is that we can appreciate. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And for me, the, one of my biggest things like I, uh, that I get from yoga is like I said earlier, I'm very extroverted and I'm kind of, um, you know, you know, wired to just kind of be on the go all the time. And I'm always trying to, you know, check the next box and, and just very active. And for me, I think the biggest thing for me that I get out of yoga is the one hour or 45 minutes of quiet and calm. And in a world right now where finding 45 minutes to an hour of quiet and calm is almost near impossible for most people. And we forget the benefits that come from just being quiet and calm. 
And so for me to go to yoga and not be able to check my email, to not answer my phone, to just be, like you said, present in the moment and just listening to your body and focusing on breathing and just like blocking out all the to-do lists that constantly run in all our brains. And it takes time to be able to turn that off. But that right there, I think is, I get more from that than I necessarily do like my body feeling good afterwards, which is just a given. Yeah. but it's more than just a being calm. And I always feel like I walk out of whatever yoga studio I'm in and I'm like walking to my vehicle and you feel like you have a little pep in your step and you feel lighter. You just feel like, Oh, wow. That was awesome. Like you just feel really, really good. And another thing is like most yoga studios have like a little tea or something to have afterwards. And I love that. I'm a sucker for like a nice little like shot of tea afterwards, or some of them had like a banana or an apple and orange to take with you. Like that was awesome too. But I think it's just being present and being calm and quiet, which none of nobody's doing. And I think a lot of people um, could really benefit not only from the stretching side of things, but just, yeah, the quiet. And um, I think that's, that's, I think one of those things that is not necessarily talked a lot about um, to people or it, everyone just kind of gets told to go do yoga just to become more flexible. And we kind of forget to talk about some of the other stuff too. Yeah. Yeah, I can't, um, you know, again, unless I, unless I forget what the practice is about and, and, you know, show up on my mat the same way I push in the world, if I show up and really tune in and get, get kind and honest and, and let myself just flow with breath, I can't, can't imagine leaving class not feeling better. I think it's life, life gets just a little bit easier for each class you go to and, and whatever we can do to make life easier. Mm -hmm definitely worth it. Yeah. I think sometimes too, when you first start your yoga practice and you're there for an hour, sometimes people do get a little inks and like antsy after 20 or 30 minutes, because they're wondering what their phone is doing, <clears throat> what their phone is doing, what their email they have, or I got to get going or, cause they start that to-do list starts checking through their head. But I think you said like, just like, just like anything, the more you practice it, the better you get at just tuning that out. And, um, you know, I think that it just comes with time. Yeah. So you know, I was reading some information online about you because you got to love the internet and all the research and everything you can find out about somebody now in a matter of three clicks <laughs> and a, a quick Google search. Um, so you've done a lot of teaching. You, um, I think before we press record, we, you know, I read something that said you had over a thousand hours of group class instruction, you know, hundreds of hours of, you know, one-on-one -on -one yoga, which people, that is a real thing. Like, Sabrina will do some one-on-one -on -one yoga and a lot of yoga instructors do do that. So um, sometimes I think we think yoga is just in class and big, a lot of people, but um, you know, and so, but you said to me, you kind of smiled when I said those numbers because you're like, yeah, it's way over that because that, whatever that article was written about you, you're like, yeah, I've definitely jumped over that number a little bit. So, you know, talk to me about, you know, your experience with, um, you know, the different classes that you, you teach and just, you know, where you've, you've taught at before and, you know, and, and kind of really kind of leading us into the announcement of you bringing, you know, yoga back to Wanaki with Radiant Lotus Yoga. So talk about your experience through coaching at different locations and um, just, you know, um, maybe some of the things that you've experienced from working with different groups of people and demographics. Oh boy. Okay. How much time do I, let me create a container for this. Cause I could just go on and on. <laughs> Once I start remembering so, in, in like a little five minute response, I can. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's 
almost hard to remember back because so much has changed for me. Yeah. Um, and I've, I've had the privilege of being able to teach or work and practice at so many studios in the Madison area. We're, we're so lucky. Mm-hmm. Um, so I am actually finishing my 500 hour, it'll be completing a 500 hour um, total hours of teaching. It's a 300 hour certification on top of the standard 200 hour. Um, I'm completing that today. My final assignment is due. I have to finish that after this. Wow, congrats. Congrats. (laughs) Thank you. So hopefully I graduate from that. I'm sure you Um, will. So that's, that's just like an extra optional training that that some teachers do um, in addition to the basic 200 hours that most teachers will have. And so my, as I mentioned, my first training was in alignment yoga, which is all physics and anatomy based. The creator of that has a degree in physics and then kinesiology. Um, So his understanding of our relationship with gravity and angles and everything was so helpful in my understanding of the body. Um, And I really teach from that place of information. I want you to understand so that you know why we do things and so you know why one option might be more optimal for you and why one might be more risky. Um, And then in my my 300 hour, it's a very different direction. It's a lot more um, esoteric and, uh, less, less scientific. Um, we learned about moon patterns and I'm already a cycle guide. I already have a certification, which taught me a lot about moon patterns and hormonal cycles mm-hmm. for people who menstruate. So I'm, I'm certified in sort of helping people understand how those different cycles of the planet and the day and even circadian rhythm with the sunlight and, and moonlight can affect our ability to have energy or our ability to be digesting and our ability to be resting and how working with those patterns allows us to be more in alignment and have easier life. That stuff um, amazes me how, how much we're connected to the moon. You know, the moon in general is just like uh, amazing to me. I love outer space and looking up at the moon at night and stuff. But to think that, you know, there's a lot more going on inside our body that, you know, correlate and connects with the different phases of the moon and stuff. It's just, it's mind blowing. Yeah. And it's, it's, you know, I started along those lines just because it's fun and easy to blame the moon for everything. You know, when you're like (laughs) moody, you're like, oh, it's full moon. Right. But but if you pay attention, at least for me, if when I paid attention long enough, I saw very clear and obvious patterns that are predictable and that when you can learn to predict them or at least come to have some sense of when things might shift and how they do, you can be a lot more forgiving because there'll be a, a period of time when you're just more able to do things and you can let things go until then and mm-hmm. give yourself rest when you're more able to rest and recharge because that's what is optimal. And so when we understand those things, we can be kinder and, and more productive because we are resting and getting what we need. So then when we are at our full, like our internal full moon, we can really shine and really do a lot more during that time. Um, so I, I learned more about that moon stuff in this program. And then we learned about 
things like Enneagram and it's a Kundalini and Ayurveda program. So a lot of these words are probably just like hocus pocus to a lot of people. Um, and a lot of it feels like that. It's like a lot of, we're going to move our hands in this position and say these words and make our, our vocal cords vibrate at this level. And it's magically has this powerful effect on our nervous system or on our limbic system or on the vagus nerve or on the channels uh, through our spine. And it, it's really interesting. I've spent a lot of time with it and it took me a, a long time in the program to buy into it. I, I spent a lot of time in the program kind of being like, mm-hmm, okay. <laughs> yeah, the skeptic <laughs> side of the brain, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because they can say that, but I need to see the study. Like, I want to read the research. I want to see how that's been, you know, shown across different different people and different cultures and different lifestyles and how that's consistent, because otherwise it's just, you know, someone's story. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm I'm such a, an information and sciencey person. And through a lot of this practice, I've I've come to really buy into and believe in a lot of stuff that I can't explain fully, but that I have felt works and it does something and that's enough for me. Mm -hmm. Um, So I've learned things like Kriyas um, and I've started incorporating some mantras or chanting into some classes, Um, probably more like recordings. I'm not going to bring a ton of that into classes unless people start to want that. Mm -hmm. But, you know, so I, so I have some of this very interesting knowledge from from a lot of different amazing sources so if people are interested in that we can get into that and I, I did actually add some videos already of the kundalini stuff to oh, great. our website so members can access those for free um, and we'll see maybe I'll start offering more of that stuff and maybe I'll stick to a lot more of you know showing Mr. Bones and your joints <laughs> <laughs> balance <laughs> <laughs> that's what I love about, you know, you and you're always, it seems like, you know, you're so, you got so much knowledge, you know, and you've always been a person who's always been, you know, it seems like you've just been achieving more. I want to learn more and I want to, I want to learn everything. And so you're, you're bringing in such a, a wealth of knowledge of, you know, you're not just somebody who did a quick, like three month yoga cert. And now you're like, I'm opening a gym and let's, let's do this. Like you're bringing in a, a ton of knowledge and experience and, and um, you've done everything yourself and you've, you know, seen the benefits and, and now, you know, that you could bring that to everybody else and they can experience benefits too. And, and that's how I am too. Like I'm a skeptic in some things, but I do believe in everything. And, but, and for me, I'm like, you know, I, I need to experience it myself. Like I'm never going to knock something unless, you know, I experience it myself. And um, same thing with like, when it comes to eating food, I'm like, I'll eat anything. I'll try anything once, but I'm not going to knock it until I at least try it. And so that's why I always tell people, just be open-minded and and give it a shot. What's the worst that could happen? You don't like it, never do it again. Well, then there you go. You didn't lose out on anything. So yeah, you're bringing in so much knowledge and that's great. I just, I love learning about all this and um, I could probably learn so much from you about all this different stuff too and incorporate it into me becoming a better trainer as well. And that's why I'm always looking to, you know, grow with other professionals in the industry that are doing different things because we could all make each other better. And um, that's, that's what I'm really excited about. So now um, we're going to go into, you know, you, you know, when I remember when I first met you, you said, you know, there was a point in your life where you really never thought you were going to own your own, your studio. No, you were, you were traveling around, you know, and you, most yoga instructors, they, they instruct at a lot of different studios at once. You usually don't hang out at one and you kind of bebop around and you coach at different ones. And you said, you never really saw yourself opening, but here you are October 8th. 
<laughs> opening Radiant Lotus Yoga in Wanakee, Wisconsin on Century Avenue. Tell us about that journey. What led you to being, getting to that point where like, yeah, I'm doing this. And how excited are, for, are you for October 8th to come? Oh, I'm so excited. I, you know, it, this is all actually very recent and it's been a little bit sudden. I, with, with, with some of the issues I deal with, with my body, another thing beyond the EDS is I have sensory processing issues and it, it really shows up in my sensitive sensitivity to cold. Okay. So I don't do well once, once it's like 77 degrees or colder, I'm, my fingers get purple and my, my, I get very stiff and within about an hour or two, I mentally really shut down and I'm, yeah just don't function. Like I can't talk. I'm like, Nope. It's like before coffee. I'm like, Nope. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and, and it, it's physically really debilitating once because of the EDS, once my muscles start spasming, um, it, it yanks my joints out of place and pinches my nerves. Mm -hmm. And I end up being like almost paralyzed in limbs or unable to turn my head sometimes for weeks or months after I get cold. So I have to be protective of myself and stay warm, which is silly because we live in Wisconsin. <laughs> I was going to say, why haven't you gone south, girl? So, you know, with, uh, with my body really suddenly, you know, I, I think we all take for granted what our bodies can do. Because I was working in that factory like 50 hours a week. I was able to work really hard. And it, it happened really suddenly that my arm folded up and that within about a year, under a year, I was in the walker. Um, and it took up four years to get out of the walker to, to even be able to really stand upright again. Um, so I, it took a long time to recover financially. I lost Mm -hmm. a lot through all of that, even though I had the disability insurance through my employer, they found a loophole and laid me off. So I lost my insurance. I lost everything. And there wasn't now, you know, it's still hard we still need a lot of reform but there's a lot more resources now for people who go through some sort of sudden loss like that um and I you know I I was doing everything right I had everything in place and I still just lost everything so just financially I haven't been able to afford to leave um you know my my credit kind of got ruined throughout that whole process too oh I bet yeah heavily on credit cards just to survive um so which you know, my, my, my responsibility, but it took a really long time to recover yeah. from that. Um, I'm beginning to now. So ultimately I just haven't been able to leave. I've spent the last four years working on building a vehicle that I could like build a little tiny home into and, and bring my, um, my shop with me. So before doing this, um, my, my full-time work right now is that I make bracelets and sell them mm-hmm. at at craft fairs, I have a, a very lucky spot at the Dane County Farmers Market where I. That's great. It's a great spot. So my idea was, if I can take all my inventory and take all of the things that keep me in a sensory safe environment, so my body is okay, then I can work all winter instead of just in the summers. So I've just been trying to work in the winters for a little mm-hmm. a long time, and and struggling to find access to that, um, and my bus, I have a bus right now. We've torn the floor out. We've taken the frame out. There's still a long way to go and it's going to be a while probably still before I get to go anywhere. 
um, if you know, it's, it's been a, I asked for an adventure and I got it, um, but <laughs> I'm still in Wisconsin. So um, I, I realized in around August that I wasn't going to get to leave this winter. And within that same week, I found, I was on Facebook marketplace, I think, and not looking for commercial property at all, but the, the Sapphire Studios ad popped up and the calling. They, were, they were offering this beautiful space that was already created. Uh, you know, she, the, the landlords, the, the owners of that building, Stacy and Carter have created such a beautiful space. And Stacy taught in that studio for years. So it's already has the floors for hot yoga. It already has infrared heat panels, which is a really special type of heat that I don't, I, I don't think any, there's anything like that around here. It warms the body and it gives a lot of cellular benefit, but it doesn't heat the air. So the room isn't stuffy. We can still breathe really easily. That's great because I've had a lot of questions where people, and I've been having to explain that, where people are like, oh no, hot yoga, I can't do it. I'm going to be claustrophobic, especially if we have to wear a mask and there's no way. And I'm like, no, 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 this isn't that. Like this is radiant heat. And you know, yeah, like you said, it warms you from like the cellular level from the inside out. And people are like, oh, okay. So I think really, I think a lot of people think like hot yoga or whatever. They think that stuffy hair dryer in your face, blowing hot air on you. And that's definitely not what it is. No, it's just going to feel like we're laying in the sun. It's just going to be great. And they, you know, I I went and I messaged him and I was like, "Hmm, I'd be interested in seeing it. And I, he gave me a tour the next day and I my my partner was actually on a cruise at that time so I had about five days but like I I wasn't able to connect with and even talk to my partner and run run this past him so I was just kind of like maybe I'll take on this huge opportunity without even consulting my partner (laughs) um but but I went and toured it and I I said right when I was touring I was like I think I would be it would be silly not to do this. It's, it's such a, um, just such a beautiful space. And I think Wanaki has been missing yoga and wanting that back. And, um, I, I'm at a point where I trust in things and if it doesn't work out, that's okay. Um, I've, I've, done enough things that I've started and, and didn't work out that I I'm, have the confidence to just try things now, which is really liberating and, and free. And I feel so supported. I feel like um, the, the opportunity Stacy and Carter created is just wonderful. And immediately when we showed up in Wanakee, I met you and some other business owners and, and it's been I've just had all big giant yes signs saying this is the right time and that I can do this I feel really excited to get to bring a style of yoga to the community that is hopefully can serve everyone that'll give everyone the that flow that can make us feel so good and the knowledge and empowerment so that we can really keep ourselves feeling well into into our whole lives Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I have no doubt that you're going to be um, super successful. And I think all of this is just like you finding that ad at that moment. It was just like a calling. Yeah. You know, I think it's just a calling that, you know, that was just 
that was just made for you. And that was, you know, you were the only person that day that was going to click on marketplace and see that spot. Like it was just a calling for you. And I think it's like aligning with just like who you are and like your energy. And I think anybody that meets you can just like feel your energy and just positivity and just like you have such a calming presence about you too. And um, so I think, you know, you're just going to be um, just, you're going to be super successful in Wanaki. And I think everyone, anybody that works with you is just going to be, um, just delighted and they're going to feel amazing. And, uh, so I'm really, I'm really excited. And so I know October 8th grand opening, you got some, um, classes on the schedule already. And I know you're also running some really cool promos right now for, um, I know we got some of them in the gym and that's like your first session free. You got like your first month, $33 unlimited sessions for your first month. But then you're also running a kind of like a grandfather price where if you purchase now it's $88 a month unlimited for the rest of your life and <laughs> yeah, forever and ever and ever and ever. Um, and so, and then going, and then January one, that goes up to your normal base price of what? 105, I think you said 108. 108. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, you're going to save yourself what 20 bucks. Um, if you, uh, get going now. And, um, so, anybody listening to this and you're in the Wanaki area or even in the Madison area and don't mind a little bit of a drive, hop on this ASAP um, and get in and, and see Sabrina because um, uh, you're, you're not going to regret it. So I'm really excited for, for you to be there. So let's get into a little bit of um, kind of some fun questions. And um, I was thinking, I was, uh, what is your favorite yoga position? <sighs> so I have to answer that honoring what I know about the cyclical rhythms of life because you know so today where I'm at with the moon and, and rhythms and things I would say child's pose okay and in two weeks I'm gonna say down dog because mm-hmm. um, there's there's times when I'm really drawn to and driven and attracted to those more powerful and balancing poses and and sometimes I want to rest but um I really I like this the, the basic poses that, that are in most, most classes. I don't get too fancy. There's, there's some that are fun. Um, but I like anything that calms the nervous system or gives length, length to the spine. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I love that. I love any side body stuff like triangle and stuff like that. Like, um, I just love anything, you know, any sort of twist or triangle pose, anything like that. It kind of just gets into that side body because I feel like, you know, in, in daily life, we do a lot of linear stuff like forward and backwards, up and down. There's not a lot of rotation in most people, most people's days. And there's not a lot of like lateral and like um, side bending motion. And so I think a lot of times we begin, most people are the reason they experience a lot of injury and low back stuff is because they're not you know, they're not working those muscles. They're not rotating. They're not hinging. They're not moving laterally. They're not, you know, bending side to side. And so at the end of the day, they're only moving their body in just like one plane. So I think it's just, there's so much benefit to that side body stuff. And I, I just, it feels so good for me. And I obviously, I love a good pigeon pigeon yeah. just feels so good to just sink into that. Um, you know, frog, I don't know. Yeah. Frog pose and just getting into your, your like your adductors and just like, that, I mean, that's one of those like stretches that you hold that like, by the time you hold it for a certain period of time, you feel like you're going to puke because like, it just really starts to like, really starts to be like, Oh, and then getting out of it for me is like, I have to like fall into my stomach to get out of it because it's like that one leg has been so extended or your legs had just been so splayed out for so long that bringing those legs back together, it seems like a, a chore. And so there's, yeah, there's, there's just so many, like you see, you start talking about the ones you enjoy and you're just like, 
actually all of them. Can I just say all of them? Because they all just serve and, and they all kind of hit you a little different every time you do a flow, you know, one day, this one feels really good. The next day, that one was just where it at. And, and um, so I think at, at, at any given point, you can every day, like you said, every time you probably, every time you practice, you could probably say that um, something served you a little bit more that day. So that's really great. Exactly. So, well, Sabrina, I just want to say thank you so much for, you know, taking some time out of your day. I know you're really busy right now with just getting this studio up and going and de developing relationships. So I really appreciate you taking out the time to, to talk with me and share your knowledge and your passion for what you do. And um, I'm just really excited and for you to be in Wanakee. And I wish you nothing but the best um, in your journey. And you're definitely going to see myself and my wife and our trainers and stuff in your sessions. And um, I'm going to just get as many clients as we can over there because everyone can benefit from it. And um, so I just wanted to say uh, thank you. Thank you so much, Tom. I really appreciate you and your time. Thanks for having me. Yeah, you're, you're super welcome. And where can um, people find you online? So um, kind of like your, uh, your web address and if maybe someone wants to connect with you personally, how can someone do that? Yeah, so um, my, our website is radiant-lotus.com and you can find us on Facebook and Instagram with a handle at Radiant Lotus Yoga. Um, if you want to learn more about me, I'm at 3P Yogi on Instagram. Okay. Um, I've been doing the, the 3P Yogi is peace, power, and possibility. Mm. What I intend and seek to stand for. It's, it's all a practice, right? <laughs> yeah. I love that. I love that. And, um, yeah, I'm sure you're probably getting a little bit more used to being on the socials a little bit more now being a business owner. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's tough. It's tough. It really is. Um, I think I manage a lot of our social side of things. And Kelly actually just recently, like a couple months ago, deleted Instagram and Facebook off her phone. And she goes, it's been the greatest thing for her. And she goes, I don't miss it. I don't even want to look at it. Um, so in it's so it's a challenge, um, especially as a business owner, you know, trying to get out there and get your name out there and sharing, you know, information. But it's definitely, like you say, it's a practice, right? It's a practice of just finding that balance. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to make our, our skeletal model, Mr. Bones, the face of our social media. <laughs> <That's what laughs> <I have to> <laughs> oh, there you go. I love it. I love it. Well, thank you so much, Sabrina. And I look forward to uh, your guys' grand opening October 8th. And then um, going from there, this radiant heat is going to feel amazing in this Wisconsin winter. So I'm really, I'm really looking forward to it. And um, I hope you, um, I wish you nothing but the best. And I hope you have a great rest of your day. Thank you so much. See you soon. As always, thank you so much for listening, everybody. I really appreciate every listen that I get. With that being said, if you have any feedback or any questions you would like answered on future episodes, please use the link in the bio above to submit me a quick little voice message you could do right from your phone. I would love to hear from you. So thank you so much again for listening and have a great rest of your day.